Hey, it's Alan Berg. Are you coming to Wedding MBA this year? Well, I'll be there again. I haven't missed one since the first one in 2007. So I look forward to seeing you there. And if you want to save $20 off the current ticket price and they get higher as you get closer, go to WeddingMBA.com. Use the promo code Alan, A-L-A-N. WeddingMBA.com, promo code Alan, save $20. I look forward to seeing you there. Before we get into this episode, I'm starting something called Ask Me Anything. That's right. You submit your questions and they could become an entire episode or something that I answer at the end of an episode. To submit your questions, look for the red button at podcast.allenberg.com. That's right, podcast.allenberg.com. Click on the red button, submit your question, and maybe you'll hear it here on the podcast. Thanks. The lore of the friender. Ooh, listen to this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Berg. I'm a speaker author, sales trainer, website reviewer, and I help businesses like yours sell more, profit more, and have more fun doing it. Enjoy this episode. Hi, it's Alan Berg. Welcome back to another episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. The lore of the friender, the friend who's also a vendor, the friend who provides those services. I think just about everybody listening to this has been a friender at some point, whether it's your main business that you do or where you've helped somebody else out. So let's think about basic stuff. Have you ever helped a friend move? Yes, you were the friender because you were the mover who was a friend. Have you ever helped a friend paint their house or their apartment? Maybe yes, you've been a friender, right? Have you ever provided your service that you charge other people for to a friend or a relative at no charge or or, or a lower price? You have been a friender. So while we complain about the frienders, most of us, if not all of us listening, have been a friender at some point to someone where they could have paid someone to do what we did for them. So I have a hard time with this complaining about frienders when I've been one and when I've asked friends to do things with me or for me where, again, low price or no no charge, they've done things like that. Many of you got into the industry by being a friender. You were a DJ in college and a friend asked you to do their wedding and you did cheap, no charge, whatever, you've been the friender. You were the photographer uh, that everybody knew that you always had a camera with you and you took pictures for somebody for a wedding, friend, relative, whatever, cheap or no charge, you've been the friender. And that pulls you into the business because other people see the great work that you do. And then they want you to do it for them and they're going to pay you. And now you have a business, which is where my business comes from, because you kind of fall into business in this industry. And I want to help you have a profitable, successful, long-term business. So the lore of the friender is just a human nature thing. You know, who do we know? I live in New Jersey now. And the joke is always that, you know, if you live in New Jersey, you have to have a guy. And if you don't have a guy, you know, a guy who's got a guy, right? I mean, that's the, that's the joke here is everybody's got a guy, but the truth is I don't care where you live in the country or in the world. Everybody's got a person that they know. And very often those people are going to help you out cheap or free. It could be people in your house of worship that help you with that. Uh, I remember when we moved to this house uh, 12 years ago, we donated our piano to a local church and they didn't hire a mover. 
After services on Sunday, the pastor showed up with uh, about six or seven people and they came in and took the piano and put it on a flatbed, which they didn't pay for. Somebody donated that, lent them that, and they took that down to the church. And there you go. So I gave them the piano. People donated their services to help move it. There you go. Maybe somebody donated services to tune it to when it got there. Not sure. But we've all been there on the receiving end, on the giving end, where we've helped somebody out, where they could have paid someone to do that thing, whatever that is. So the lore of the friender is just human nature. And when we complain about that, we really should you know, ask ourselves, are we being hypocritical? Because if we've ever used the services of a friend, or if we've ever helped somebody out as the friender, then how do we complain about couples wanting to do the same just because it's their wedding or because it's their you know, mitzvah or kinsay or corporate event? We really shouldn't. Now, I'm not saying that it's not frustrating because it is, because regardless of whether they're paying you or they're getting a friend or to do it, the results should be what they're looking for. Now, if you are a professional and you have ever donated your services to someone uh, professional services and given them amazing results, but they didn't pay you or they paid you less because of the relationship, then they got the, the results that they they needed and wanted. What I think frustrates all of us is when they don't get the results because they cheaped out that way. When they don't hire the professional band or DJ and they don't know how to do a wedding. They don't understand that it's not just about music. Or I always said that the professional photographer and videographer, you know, someone who's takes great pictures, shoots great films, that doesn't make you a great wedding photographer or wedding videographer. That just makes you a great photographer or videographer, but you could be a hobbyist at that point. What makes someone a great wedding photographer is knowing where to look. And a great videographer is anticipating what's gonna happen and capturing that. That's more than just the technical skills of shooting. So what frustrates us is when we hear the stories about someone who used that friend or relative instead of paying a professional and did not get good results. And that should be frustrating. And that should be frustrating the same way as if we, you know, people complain about Craigslist or or Thumbtack or one of those sites where people are looking for, you know, cheap or low price vendors to do stuff for their weddings and events. Yeah, it's frustrating. Uh, many of us started that way, many, right? And many people in this industry started out as the friender or the cheap and then, you know, worked your way up in price and price. You also worked on your skills and giving better results, not just charging more. And you know what? There's probably some people out there on Craigslist and Thumbtack that don't charge a lot and do a good job. Do they do a great job? Maybe there's some of them as well. And maybe they have a Monday through Friday gig that pays all the bills and this is you know fun for them and they just love doing it. They don't charge a lot. I've met a lot of people in the industry like that. They don't charge what they could get because they're satisfied with their side hustle, with getting it. It changes when you go from side hustle to full-time and you want to now have that you know, house that you own instead of your renting and you want to pay off your cars and you want to go on vacation and you want to have retirement and maybe, you know, your education payments for yourself or for your kids. It changes when you realize you need to charge more and you need to do things to get that higher price. But the lore of the friender is just simply human nature. And what I think we should be complaining about is not the friender. It should be anyone that doesn't provide good results, whether they're charging or not. Right. They, the friend who's the photographer that, you know, after the meal just forgets to take pictures then. Right. That's because they didn't hire a professional. It's not whether they paid them or not. 
right? And we, we've heard you know many stories about people who are getting paid and they're just not professional. I, I, I heard one this week. I'm not going to relate it, but you know somebody whose ego was way bigger than it should be because you got to remember that when you're climbing up and your 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 you know notoriety is going up, you have to be nice to the people because you're going to see them on the way down. <laughs> so the lore of the friender is it frustrating? Yes. But let's really be honest with ourselves. If we've been there ourselves, either accepting services from friends and relatives at cheap or no charge or giving services to friends and relatives at no charge, we've been the friender. So let's not complain about the friender. Let's complain about anybody who doesn't provide the good results that that particular customer, couple, client expects and deserves, regardless of what they're charging. Hope it gave you something to think about. Thanks. Hi, it's Alan Berg. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. You can find full transcripts on my website at podcast.allenberg.com. And if you have a suggestion for a topic for a new episode or even a guest, please let me know at alan at weddingbusinesssolutions.com. And if you'd like to find out about having me come and speak to your association or a conference or do sales training in person or remotely for your team, whether you're a team of one or a team of a hundred, please let me know again, alan at weddingbusinesssolutions.com. Thanks for listening.